Welcome to the Louis Bellina Show Wednesday. Today's a great day. I was sitting down about 15 minutes ago inside my office, and I finally took a look at what's happening between 11 and 1. The process is I have a heavy outline. I know who and I know when. And then starting yesterday afternoon, I start, what else? What else? What I want to talk about? What's interesting? What's important? What's relevant? What's the breaking news? And you just keep planning, setting, filling, forming. And then somewhere between 10.30 and 10.50, I go, there's the show. Well, about 15 minutes ago, I looked up and I realized today, 11.35, a and soccer head coach, G. Guerreri, I love visiting with him. Then today at 12.05, Mitch Light of the Athletic, college football, the national scene, Mitch Light on the Smoothie King hotline. Mitch is one of the most intelligent people in sports. Went to Vanderbilt, the big brain. He went to Vanderbilt. And he just brings the human approach to sports. He doesn't get swayed by the fads and the metrics. Love visiting with Mitch. We talk college football national scene. Mitch joins me today at 12.05, lunchtime 05. Today, 12.30, A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork is going to join me live here inside the Charles Schwab studio. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that. I bumped into Mr. Bjork Saturday. I was heading towards uh, Rudder Auditorium. I was going to watch Standing Room Only. And I guess we both parked at the same time, same level at the, you know, parking garage right across the street. I'm walking out. There's Mr. Bjork, his wife. He, you know, he introduced me to her. We chit-chatted. I don't want to act like we were hanging out and telling more stories, but it was a pleasure to say hi to him. And he's like, coming in studio Wednesday. And I'm like, that's awesome. It's been pre-pandemic, you know, safety first, right? So that'll be a pleasure. And then that's a great day. G. Guerrero, Ross Bjork, Mitch Light. One of the things I want to share with you, one of the things I want to set up for you, right? Start texting your questions for Mr. Bjork right now. Every time he has joined me, I allot time. I usually pick about the best three to five questions that get texted in. So if there's a question that you have for A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork, start texting now. 979-693-1150. Text your questions for AM AD Ross Bjork. Hit send. At 1230, he'll join me inside the Charles Schwab studio. I will have a text message segment. I will ask him your questions, not just mine. What do you need to know? What is your top priority question for AM Athletics? Hit me up and I will share your question with him. We'll begin our day. Yesterday, 301. I get an email. And it's from the AM Athletic Department Sports Information. And a, a, a Q&A with Jimbo Fisher, a media session, was added to the schedule. We've been meeting Thursdays at 2 at Jimbo, and, well, they added a Wednesday at 2. I visited yesterday with Olin Buchanan. Olin, 
When's Jimbo going to announce the starting quarterback? What did Olin say? I expect Wednesday. I, I was fascinated by that because at the time, there was no media availability scheduled. Two hours later, there's a media availability scheduled. Olin explained that the last two times there's been a starting quarterback competition for Jimbo, that the Wednesday, which is 10 days before the first game, Jimbo's been consistent in that timeline. So it is Wednesday, and now we have a 2 p.m. Jimbo Fisher media session scheduled. Guess what? You can listen live. You can listen live to Jimbo Fisher at 2 o'clock today, right here on the Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. You can listen to Jimbo Fisher live, RadioAguland.com. If you have a smart speaker, you can tell Alexa, play Zone 1150. You can listen live for yourself and see if Jimbo announces the starting quarterback today at 2 o'clock. I'm kind of anticipated, excited. It's my expectation. Do you really want to sit on your phone and keep hitting refresh, really? Or do you want to listen live on the zone to Jimbo Fisher? That's 2 o'clock today. Kind of excited and pumped about that. Now, I got an email this morning, I'll share with you, that on Friday at 11 o'clock, And when you talk about the bigwigs, when you talk about the people that have reserved parking spots, people that are important, there's an 11 a.m. press conference now. And it's at the R.C. Slocum Nutrition Center. 11 a.m. Friday, press conference, R.C. Slocum Nutrition Center. What are they going to talk about? It says Caulfield Stadium Enhancements. We have no more details than that. Caulfield Stadium Enhancements. Here are the speakers. John Sharp, Chancellor of the Texas A&M University System. M. Catherine Banks, President of Texas A&M University. Ross Bjork, Texas A&M Athletic Director. Byron Chambers, Senior Principal Populist. Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M head coach, and Andrew Monaco, that man never sleeps, will be the MC, Master of Ceremonies. Those are the heavy hitters that will be uh, speaking at this scheduled event, 11 a.m. Friday. I like how it says, the panel will not take questions during the program. They're also not taking questions after the program. They've got their scripts. They got their talking points. They're going to say what they say, and then everybody's going home. Mr. Bjork will be the one that will meet the media afterwards. But the rest of them, they're not. You think John Sharp and the president, you know, M. Catherine Banks are going to talk to the peons after? That is not happening. Now, if you want to hear for yourself what this is all about, Kyle Field enhancements, the biggest of the big wigs speaking, You can listen live Friday at 11 because we're going to have this media event, this announcement live here on the Zone 1150 AM, 93.7 FM, live 
You can listen online at RadioAguiland.com. Oh, yeah. And if you have a smart speaker, you can tell Alexa, play Zone 1150. The Zone. We are part of the flagship family of Texas A&M Athletics. That's why when Jimbo Fisher speaks, you listen live here on The Zone. That's why when they have major announcements like this, you listen live here on The Zone. There's a lot going on, isn't there? Jimbo Fisher, 2 o'clock today. Is he going to announce the starting quarterback? Kyle Field enhancements announcement Friday, 11 a.m. Next week is game week. Monday is media day. Jimbo on the zone every Monday, 2 p.m. It wraps up media day at Texas A&M football. Jimbo, 2 p.m. every Monday on the zone. Set a timer. Set an alarm. It's a fact. Next week is game week. Say it with me. Let us go, Maroon and White Notebook, if that's cool with you. Yesterday, the SEC coaches released their all-SEC team. Alabama, as you'd imagine, led every team with 19. Georgia had the second most with 10. That's a heck of a gap. Bama has 19. Georgia's second most with 10. Alabama almost has double the number of all-SEC players. As second place. The Aggies have eight. That's not bad. Eight's rather outstanding. Alabama has 19. Make the all-SEC teams, according to the coaches. Now, we're here for our maroon and white fix. So, for the Aggies, first team, Leighton Robinson, War Machine. Anaya Smith made all-purpose on the offense. No Aggies made defense. First team. But on the special teams, Nick Constantino and Anaya Smith return specialists all year long. So three Aggies, Anaya Smith twice. First team All-SEC, according to the coaches. I have a projection to make. If A&M's going to hit the 10 wins, if they're going to hit the 10 wins, I believe they're going to hit the 10 wins. So if they're going to hit the 10 wins, A-Chain will be first team All-SEC coaches Running back, one more offensive lineman will join Layden Robinson. I can't give you the who. But one more offensive lineman. I would like to think that if Father Ray does the same progression curve this season, game 1-12, to 12, that he did last season, that by the halfway mark, which is only two games into SEC play, Father Ray is going to be a beast. Father Ray is going to be a man among boys. He's going to be nasty if he follows the same progression curve. So maybe I'd circle him as most likely candidate to join Layden on first team. And that's rough. We're talking about O-tackles in the SEC. But my projection on the offense. Now, I'm looking at the clock. I got people waving at me. You know, you got to go pay bills. When we return, I do want to pick up this conversation of the All-SEC team, because what is it going to take to finish with the 10 Ws or more? We're just getting started on the Louis Bellina Show, the Wednesday edition. We're inside the Maroon and White Notebook, and that's where we'll pick up in three minutes and 15 seconds. Louis Bellina Show just getting started on a Wednesday. We're about 15 minutes away from A&M soccer head coach G. Guerrero live inside the Charles Schwab studio. 
We're about 45 minutes away from Mitch Light of the Athletic. And don't forget, circle the calendar, 1230, A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork will join me live here inside the Charles Schwab studio. I want you to text me your questions from Mr. Bjork. Whatever you've got, it's your question. And every time he's joined me, I have reserved time for your questions. Why would this be any different? So text away what's on your mind. What This is the head of the a Athletic Department. What is the single most important thing on your mind? If you can ask him one question, text me what would it be? And if you ask about water coolers on the sideline, I will delete your text message. 979-693-1150. We're talking about SEC coaches, all team announced, and how AM only has one offensive player, Layden Robinson. I, I will project if AM hits that 10 win mark in football, we will see A chain in the running back spot. I do expect one more offensive lineman to make their way onto that first team. What causes me that pause? is the defensive side. Zero defense first team, and only two on the second team, including McKinley Jackson, which is more of a projection than a fact, and then Antonio Johnson. By the way, can someone tell me how Antonio Johnson ends up second team according to the coaches, but he's been a first team All-American on every other All-American list I've seen? I think he made second team All-American on one list. How can you be second team on all SEC, but a first team All-American? You know, All-American means every team in the country, right? So if you only got four slash five DB slots, but on the All-American list that takes everyone into account, you're one of the top four. But on the All-SEC that only uses 14 teams, you're not in the top five. Anyone else have a logic problem with that? When you do one plus one and you keep getting four, it doesn't quite add up. But... The SEC coaches, no one said their votes would be perfect, unless it's the soccer coaches. They always vote perfectly. But they end them football coaches. That's one of those things that make Lou go, huh, maybe, just maybe, they're not on top of this. Maybe their SIDs were doing some voting for some of these. Because, again, Antonio Johnson's second team is the kind of travesty, disrespect, it's just messed up and wrong. I'm going to be honest with you. I also feel like that a lot of times with A-Chain. And I get it. He was never the starter, so they don't want to give him the credit that a Tank Bigsby gets at all times and a Chris Rodriguez out of Kentucky. Chris Rodriguez, the Kentucky running back, to me should be like first guy, second team every year, but he keeps getting first team, and, and he'll be passed by someone again. But that's okay. Play it out, right? This is the preseason coaches. Let's see where it finishes at the end of the year. But the defensive side, and a year ago, when A&M, you know, we know, 8-4, and four, they had a national championship defense. That defense, behind an average offense, would have won 11 games last year. Average offense, that defense. So that drop-off from a national championship defense... That drop-off, people are freaking out, lose playing the doom and gloom card. I didn't say they're all of a sudden going to go from like a top 3D in the country to 33. Relax, everybody. But there's a big difference between 3, 4, and even 14 when you're on that elite-type level, and that's where they were a year ago. And that's kind of what I keep talking about. And we still have to see the transition from Elko to Durkin. I'm going to repeat one thing from yesterday because people sometimes get confused when you're getting overly analytical and... I believe that A&M 
is a 10-win team. A&M is at a talent point where there's like two programs that you would put in front of them, and it's Alabama, Georgia, and they're not so far in front that you don't see the taillights. Matter of fact, you're just in the lane behind them, but you're with them. And Ohio State's only the fourth team that can claim talent roster you know, composite with A&M, Alabama, and Georgia. And once you reach that talent acquisition point, okay, eight out of 10 games are won by the team with the most talent. The other two are won by the coach. There's only three teams that can claim to beat A&M and get that check mark in the talent category. A&M only plays one of them. Do the math. A&M enters the year. I was reading, you know, everybody under the sun. It doesn't matter what publication, what you are, right? is doing their projections for the upcoming year. And they had A&M at 10 and 2, but they said, "Man, what a brutal schedule." Hold on a second. Hold on a second. A&M is playing an SEC schedule and Miami in the non. And they only face one top 10 team preseason. How often is that going to happen? That's going to happen about once every 4 years. Normally, you get two top 10 teams kind of men when you play an SEC schedule. A&M's got one. Aggie football has got three bona fide preseason top 25 teams. They got a fourth this year, and one's a bit of a joke. You play in the SEC, you're used to getting four teams in the top 15, forget top 25. I'm not going to sell you that the Aggie football schedule is easy, but let us compare apples to apples. You tell me in what year that you're going to pull an easy schedule when you're an SEC West member, because we know the answer is never. When you look at what you expect and what is normal, this year's schedule is pretty good. I think there's three bona fide top 25s, and two of them are in the 16 to 25 category. Yes, Alabama's the number one team in the country. Name what year that is not true. That's just the baseline right there. So I'm just not buying, playing along, woes me. Now, the wild card. Six weeks, never being at home. By week in the middle, six weeks, not being at home, but still playing opponents that are not the top 10 opponents we're used to. Not playing three straight teams ranked 15 or higher. You could pull that in most years in the SEC. That's not this year. So when it comes to AM schedule, I personally don't go too far down that road. Not going to tell you it's easy, but name a year you'll get one. I think it's once every seven years when there's a blue moon and a green dog howls down at the corner, you pull SEC easy schedule in football. So back to this year. Kind of the question, the thought, right? You tell me which defenders can pop up and take spots in first and second, and you're telling me the path to the 10th win and the 11th win. Because that's where it's going to have to come through. Offensively, it's the easiest thing in the world. Evan Stewart has to be a bona fide five-star wide receiver. A-chain stays healthy. Your quarterback play is average or a little bit better. That's a path to 10 wins. Nothing about that is also, you know, really stretching the boundaries of reality. It's the defensive side, believe it or not, where you lost all the experience, but you got all these true freshmen are number one in the country, number four in the country. You don't doubt their credentials. And next year, you feel like you're going to go from this unknown defense to enter the season, top three defense to enter the country, Unless they're bust, which I know they're not, because if there's one thing I don't doubt, it's defensive line development, and you can pick either defensive coach, D-line coach. So, we're talking about this year. That's the path to 10 and 11. Which defenders? I keep hearing that this is the best A&M secondary for football 
I mean, they've had since the Wrecking Crew days, maybe? I mean, that good of a secondary. I've heard that for about two years straight now. There was a recruiting class, was it about three years ago, that hasn't quite panned out. But who? That's the thing. Insert the names. Who's going to end up? And let's not get greedy. Who's going to dominate? we got six Aggies on the second team All-SEC defense. That's the path to the 11th and 12th win, to Atlanta, to the college football playoff. And you just look at it again. I know it's one all-SEC coaches list, but that's the thing. you got to have the players. It's all about the horses. You can talk about the system. You can talk about the pace of play, home road, players first, and then everything else is a conversation after. A&M has the players. That Remember that now more than ever. This is the most talented roster in the history of Aggie football. They've never had a more talented roster ever. Now, more experienced, little less talent, but everyone is a junior or higher so that you substitute that. That's a different conversation. But they've never had a more talented roster in Aggie football history. Before we take a timeout, before we're joined by AM soccer head coach G. Guerrero inside the Charles Schwab studio, a reminder, you could text me a question. That'd be a waste of time today. You could text AM soccer head coach G. Guerrero a question. Any guest of the Louis Bellina show loves to hear what you're thinking. Ross Bjork, he's a big deal. He's the athletic director, of Texas AM, will be with me 1230. You can text him a question. The number's 979-693-1150. That number should be programmed into your phone by now. You can do tap, tap, tap. Delete, delete, tap, tap, send. We'll see all your text messages inside the Tradition Mobile One Lube Express inbox. Tradition Mobile One Lube Express owned by Gabriel Garcia. It is Wednesday, and it's a very, we'll call it Aggie Athletics, which you're like, what else would we do? Well, there's a lot of different things, but, you know, at 2 o'clock, Jimbo Fisher live. He scheduled his uh, media day. Got a feeling we might find out the starting quarterback. Could be wrong. And then at 12.30, A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork. But it all kicks off with, I say a friend of the program. I know he's a friend of mine. Talking about A&M soccer head coach, G. Gary. Coach, how are you? I'm great, man. How are you? I, I almost knocked over all this maroon Kool-Aid in here, but it's uh, it's great to see you. All the maroon Kool-Aid. You know, that's something no one's ever said before <laughs> in relation to me or the show. I've been accused of being a sunshine pumper. I've been accused of being a hater. And then I sit there and go, that means I'm doing something, right? I'm just kind of... That's, that's right. you gotta you got to tweak a few things. Well, just kind of speaking what I see at the time. It kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> but when you've been accused of both, you sit there and go, that's a life well-led. Gee, soccer team off to the 1-0-1 start. Right. Talk about early, but nonetheless, the excitement of having the start of the year. How do you grade the 101? Uh we're, we're real pleased with last last weekend. Um you know, we go on the road and uh play a, a really good ranked uh Clemson team at their place on a really a, a terrible a terrible field. Um they tried to do like a a really aggressive verticut about 2 weeks ago and uh, and I guess South Carolina hasn't had much sunshine. They've had a lot of rain, so it didn't come back, so it was it was really pocky, like pox marks all over the place. Um it looked like a bad fairway that you know had with all the little green sand that's all been all over the place, but we get out of there with a a zero zero tie and uh, top twenty five team on the road, horrible field. Yeah, and you know it's interesting. You talk about rankings, and you know why is this why is this ranking different than that ranking? Well, it's because most of them are human, and most of them don't have anything to do with or any thought process with the other one. Um, we're the same way. I mean, so um, you know our rankings. You've got 
You've got Ole Miss, who's ranked number 12 in the country. All right, They played Clemson in the preseason, and Clemson spanked them 3-1. to one. And it could have been worse, except they put all their second team in. Clemson did. So they're ranked number 12. Clemson, who we, we play and uh, 0-0 tie on the road, they move up from number 25 to number 18 based on... Such a great result against, well, Texas A&M. Yeah, and, uh, and so we're not ranked. So. <laughs> so they get to move up seven spots, but you don't? Uh, well, I, we're we're receiving votes, so I guess we're like twenty eight or something like still, that. Still, they get a seven spot bump. Shouldn't you get? Well, yeah, we know the answer. See, but logic doesn't. That's that's my point. Is that logic yeah. just doesn't doesn't play along with with a lot of this? And it is. It's still week one uh, going into week two, and the the shuffle will all happen. Things things tend to to work themselves out. The good news for us is, I think uh, I think there's five or six of the teams um, on our schedule are ranked in those rankings ahead of us. So good motivation for our players. And uh, you know, our players are really motivated right now anyway. Um, we're calling it kind of a retribution tour is what we're on right now. And uh, I thought that it was a really good opening statement on Sunday. You know, we go on, go on the road, play Thursday night. We fly commercial on uh, Friday. We travel all day, get back around 11 o'clock at night. Um, practice on uh on Saturday, play on Sunday against uh, McNeese State, who's uh, you know one of the favorites to win to win the Southland this year, and uh, you know we score two goals in the first two minutes, which pretty much meant the game was over at that point. I was able to play everyone on the team, uh, and we end up winning eight nothing. So it was a uh, a good way to start. Hopefully, the home fans got a got got a little bit of enjoyment on seeing the ball in the back of the net, and I think being able to see especially some of our young players, whether they're freshmen or whether they're sophomores, um, and the amount that the sophomores have grown um, as players and the maturity that they have uh, is is something that we're really excited about. Don't you need matches like that just to, A, you get to play everybody? That's invaluable playing time for some of those players. B, practices are a lot easier. Learning is a lot easier when everybody has success. I mean, there's a lot of different levels to 8-0 other than a big win. Right. Well, in you know, the key thing, everyone played, and everyone played well. I was really pleased with how everyone everyone who was healthy to get in got in and really made a, made a good statement uh, for themselves. And I felt, uh, I said I felt bad about the scoreline because their coach is an Aggie and you know, we would never run the score up against them. But it was one of those things when you put the, when you put the second team in there, they're, you know, they're trying to fight for a spot on the, on the field. So they're, they're going for it. So um, those were all, it was all good. There was a lot of things that we could, we could see, we could compare the first home game, which was an exhibition game against SFA that we won two to one, to this game, um, eight nothing. And a big, there's a big difference, big improvement in the way that we were um, entering the, the penalty area, the way we were getting balls into scoring positions, and uh, and then just the general finishing. Seven different players scored, so that's a that's also kind of a fun a fun fact. Not a goal allowed yet. I know it's only a two game sample, but not a goal allowed is kind of a G. Guerrero soccer goal be nice. for each and every season in each and every game. I mean, it sounds obvious, but some teams that's just a fantasy. For you, that's just that's I don't know. I feel like it's a staple of what you do. Well, it is. I mean, there's been times when we've had to basically say, okay, we're just going to have to outscore these guys, and we've had the we've had the horses to do that. Um, and I think we I, I think that we're almost to that point now that we could do that. But our our defense right now, we play with three in the back, which is a little. I think some people would say that that's uh, on the edge risky, um, but it's not risky because of the 
personalities of the three players and the athleticism of the three players back there and the players that come off the bench to spell them are all incredible athletes. I mean, fast, aggressive, hard-nosed, very good with the ball at their feet, very good in control. So, uh, you know, they're in control of the game. It's not the game controlling them. And then Kenna Caldwell, now this is her fourth year, and she'll actually come back for a fifth year next year. But her fourth year, um, there's you can just see all the experience that, that she's got. And some of them have been positive, some of them have been negative. But uh, you know, she's a smart kid and she's she's learned a lot and she's really developed into into quite a leader. And and in her backup, uh, you know, Jordan Gunnerson has also been one of our most improved players as well. And then our our third goalkeeper um kind of tweaked her back in in warm up the other day, so she didn't get a chance to get in. But uh she's someone who we're really looking looking to as as a as a big a big upside for us. That's Bella Lister, who's a Canadian national teamer. Wow. So you you, you were gonna even play your third team goalie at that point. We could have, but could have, yeah, yes, could have. We could have, we would have if we could have. How's that? So, but w- w- tomorrow night we, we're back on the field again. Um, we play Sam Houston, so bit of a uh, Highway Thirty derby as as they come over from Huntsville. You know, we played them in March in our spring season. We went over to Huntsville and played, and uh, and we only beat them one nothing. So it was it was a it was a tight game as far as the scoreline goes. So I'm interested to see what our level of improvement is from March until April. My hypothesis is it's really, really, really strong improvement. I think I think Phil Stevenson and uh, Alyssa Motts and, and the rest of our staff have, have done a, a really, really good job of kind of layering in and helping the process go along so that, you know, when we train, people talked about the pace that we play at. Well, it's because we train at that pace. And, you know, the intensity of our games is is a direct result of the way that we train every day. So we're going to we're going to inflict our um, our speed and our tenacity into the match. And if the other team can't stick with it, then it's bad news for them. That's part of you wear them down, wear them down, wear them down, wear them down and then run past them later. Or you score two goals in the first two minutes oh, and, yeah. and you go from there. That's that. I, so if they don't start the game ready for the speed, you can take advantage of them then. Then at the end of the game, you're not slowing down, but they have to. Right, just, right. So and, you, and we've got two games. We've got two games in 48 hours. So we play on Thursday night, 7 o'clock. And then o'clock, Saturday, right? And then Saturday night is our fish camp game, uh, also at 7 o'clock. And there's also a big youth tournament here in town. So about 183 teams in town. They've all got tickets for the game. So for the Saturday game, uh, get to the Get there early and uh, and get your spot because it's going to be a full house. Especially if you have a reserve seat, there's no reason not to get there early. The fish camp game, match, if we want to be all soccer, you know, match, is turned into this event, I feel like. It's turned into... That's known nationally. People are always yeah. like, what, what, what do you guys do with these fish? It's just party. It's a celebration of Aggie soccer. I think it's where Aggie soccer fans come together and celebrate with each other yep. and not just the team. I mean, this thing's going to be sold out. It's No, no, it's going to be standing room only, right. not just sold out. I mean, and everybody there is all in. It, right. it doesn't matter the score or anything. If you don't know how Aggie soccer works, you can learn right. at the fish camp match because it's all on display. It, it's high energy. Well, we're hoping that we'll have a, a lot of the students there uh you know, tomorrow night, because, you know, if you have, if you have your Aggie sports pass, which I think this, this class has bought more than any other in the past. Oh, wow. If you've got your Aggie sports pass, then, um, you know, you get in for free. So it's, it's easy. Also tomorrow is like a happy hour is what they're doing. We're doing on Thursday nights. So 
it's my understanding that from six o'clock until six thirty, gates open at six, game is at seven, but from six to six thirty, it's half price concessions. So get a chance to come in and say that again because everyone right now is frozen or hit so a telephone half price, pole. Half price concessions if you come for the first thirty minutes that the gates open, and the gates open an hour before kickoff, and that's pretty much to kind of you know we we know College Station crowd shows up. 45 seconds before the game. And, you know, this, on Sunday was a good example. If you came five minutes late, you missed two goals. So get there early, you know, get yourself a spot and uh, go enjoy some of the uh, some of the delicacies of, of the concessions. I know they're, they're going to be doing a lot of things live as far as cooking and everything else. So it should be a uh, – and that's going to happen every Thursday. Every Thursday, the first 30 minutes that the gates open, happy hour. For every Thursday, Aggie soccer at home, first 30 minutes the gates are open – Half price concessions. So it's half price nachos, half price popcorn, half price soda, half price hot dogs, half price hamburgers, half price everything in the concession stand. That's my understanding. You're talking my language here. <laughs> this is food. awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, G, one of the things I'd like for you to share, because as you know, we're here in August, which means a whole lot of new. Mm-hmm. We got all the new students, transfers, freshmen. We have new faculty. We got new people that moved in for jobs. There's a lot of different ways that people want to follow. Aggie soccer, and they just need more than the games. I love how much you guys do and the different ways that people can follow and just interact with Aggie soccer. Well, one of the things, and this might be, I don't know if Ross was going to talk about this, but one of the things that I strongly suggest is download the um, 12th Man mobile app. It's a free app, and it's pretty much, it almost mirrors in a lot of ways what what 12thman.com is, but it's in the palm, palm of your hand. It has all the sports, so you can follow certain ones. You don't have to follow all of them if you don't want. Um, you can see video in there. You can listen like our radio show started you know, last night. You can listen to the radio show. You can listen to games. Same thing. I mean, I've listened to all of last the, the end of last season's baseball games via the app. And also this year in the app, if you go when you go in there, if you go to the little menu, drop-down menu on the upper left, Pull it down at the very bottom is the new 12th Man Rewards program. So, oh, you can do 12th Man Rewards through the app. You can do it through the app. So she is back from the dead and uh, better than ever. And so go in, go into that. Go click on the uh, the 12th Man Rewards, and then sign up for the 12th Man Rewards. And what you get a chance to do is then you get a chance every time you'll you'll turn on your Bluetooth. So every time you turn you walk into one of the venues, it gives you the points. It gives you the points magically. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to check in. You don't have to wait in a line. Boom! It gives you the points. Right. You just you just have to turn on your. Bluetooth. Gee, that's so cool. And and they've got some really good really good prizes to it. There'll be certain games that are that are double that are double points and all that stuff. But maybe maybe Ross will talk about that a little bit later. Okay, I gotta know. I mean, I really gotta know. Uh, is there an A and M soccer jersey as part of Twelfth Man Rewards? Because I don't know. In the history of Twelfth Man Rewards, in my universe, the coolest rewards always were the soccer jerseys. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think so. Um, and again, uh, <laughs> this is this is kind of a sore subject with uh, even with uh, uh, Shane Hinckley with with the university and who does such a great job with all of our branding is that is just you know getting people to say, listen, let's let's create these. Let's create these uniforms, and they will sell. And again, every Christmas season, I get inundated with people wanting to get them. I'll tell you where you can get a, a, an A&M soccer jersey this year. Our um, our Turnit Gold game is going to be a little bit later on in the year, mm-hmm. and that's where all the money that we raise by selling jerseys, and these are these are actual 
jerseys. Game um, worn. They go well. These these won't be game worn, oh. but these will be new. Um, those the money for that goes directly to uh, you know helping out with the uh, research for childhood cancer. Try to end that, and uh, you get a, a pretty cool jersey out of it. Okay, that we but will it, definitely talk but about. But to answer yeah. your first question. At Aggie Soccer is our main handle on on all of the uh, on all of the. Uh, it doesn't matter the platform at Aggie Soccer. At Aggie Soccer, and then you can also find me at at Coach G Soccer. At Coach G Soccer is uh, is kind of my handle on on. Uh, I'm, I'm not on. I'm not on uh, TikTok, and I won't be on TikTok. I hope. <laughs> you hope. I love. So you're not going to do any dances. You're not going to do any lip syncing. You don't have any challenges. Oh, I'm out good lip syncing, but I I'm, I don't plan on doing any of that. No so. no challenges that you want to put, do the Aggie soccer challenge and well, we'll juggle leave, a ball we'll with that, shaving we'll cream. We'll leave that up to our our women as far as what goes on. They're they're really good, good call, at that stuff. coach. Yeah. Good call on that one. Aggie soccer is at home twice this weekend. It's two chances for you to go check out 2022. Two chances for you to go support. On Thursday, tomorrow, it's a chance to try out the half-price concessions, which to me can't beat the price. Tomorrow, Thursday, Sam Houston State, 7 o'clock will be kick. Get there at 6, half-price concessions. On Saturday, 7 o'clock again, keep it simple, New Mexico State. But what you have to know, get there early. It's the Fish Camp match. And that means the place will be standing room only. There won't be an empty seat. There'll be people as far as the eye can see. And it will be the Aggie soccer party of the year. And I think that on Saturday, I'm not a betting man, but if you were, I would bet on the Aggies on uh, Saturday against New Mexico State. You since, know, if you find the casino the taking that bet. Since they are the Aggies as well. I'll so. get in a plane. We're only talking legal, everybody. <laughs> Relax, everyone. But I, I'll get on the plane. If I can find anyone, they'll take that bet. That's right. Legal. Legal, legal only. That's legal, right. legal only here on the Louis Molina so Show. Some casinos not paying attention that both teams are called the Aggies. That'd be fine. Before I let you roll, any early, you know, it was only week one down. Any early results catch your attention? Uh, not, not at the not at the moment. Um, Arkansas lost on the road at St. Louis. And uh, talk about rankings. They were top, like, number seven. They fell completely out of the rankings, which is silly. Wow. Um, they lost... Uh, Tennessee, which is our, our preseason favorite, they they went to North Carolina and lost. Carolina now is the number one team in the country, and then they tied SMU. So those are two, those are two kind of eyebrow raising um, results. On those are the two teams that are the two favorites at the top of the league. Other than those two, we had great results all across the league. So I'm I'm confident that that will continue this week. I know Auburn plays Florida State. That'll be a, an interesting game this weekend, and uh, you know I I think. Alabama goes to, or actually Clemson comes to Alabama. That'll be interesting to see how they do against a common opponent. But right now, the SEC is strong, and uh, you know our focus is purely on getting our things done and taken care of this week when we play Sam Houston tomorrow and New Mexico State on Saturday. Gee, beat the out of everyone. You know we're going to check in with you again soon. Thank you for the time. I always love checking in with you. You bet, man. All the best to you. Half-price concessions. We'll be right back. We'll wrap up our number one of the Louis Molina Show. On a Wednesday. It's the Louis Bellina Show. I'm inside the Charles Schwab studio. It is Wednesday. Support comes from Mark Sim at the Charles Schwab branch right here in College Station. Schwab offers a modern approach to wealth management. Schwab has financial planning to meet yours, to meet an investor's specific needs, and Schwab has the flexibility to adapt as those needs change with time. Learn more at schwab.com slash college station. As we wrap up our first hour together, reminders, reminders, reminders. 
1230 A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork. Text me your questions for him now. 979-693-1150. 979-693-1150. Also a reminder, 2 o'clock, Jimbo Fisher live from his media Q&A, which wasn't scheduled until 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. I believe we will find out the starting quarterback when Jimbo speaks at 2 o'clock. Finally, we'll no longer be held hostage. Finally, our long national nightmare will be over. Finally, the answer, the question will get the answer. Now we can all, he'll say Haynes King, 12-0. and 0. He's going to say Max Johnson, 12-0. and 0. It doesn't matter who he announces. We're all going to scream, 12-0. and 0. That's where the dream sits at this time. But Jimbo Fisher live at 2 o'clock here on The Zone. Some of your remind. Oh, and, and since we're doing all the reminders, Friday at 11, there's this big announcement on Kyle Field Stadium enhancements with the chancellor, the president, the AD, senior principal, head football coach. You will hear that announcement. You will hear them speak live Friday, 11 a.m. The zone is part of the flagship of Texas A&M Athletics. Newstock 1620, 94.5, WTAW. Gospel, 97.3, The Zone. That's your flagship stations. We bring you every major announcement. We go live, 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 live. Why would you sit there just staring at your phone when you can listen here on The Zone? couple of quick hitters before we head out the door. Nothing you haven't heard before. The latest bowl projections from gosh knows who at this point. A&M, Sugar Bowl, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, 11-2. Oklahoma would be the Big 12 champs winning the Big 12 championship game, but not in the college football playoff. A&M, 10-2. Sugar Bowl, A&M, Oklahoma. A&M in the Sugar Bowl at this point is unanimous in consensus. I haven't found any bowl projection that has not had A&M in the Sugar Bowl uh, yet. Pathway to double-digit wins, 10 of them. Texas A&M. Pathway, easiest thing in the world. Evan Stewart, Devon A-Chain, and a quarterback who's average or better. And really, that will be 10 wins. It would take a defensive collapse of seismic proportions. Because if you get Evan Stewart, average quarterback playing A-chain, you're there. You really are. You're there. By the way, the latest bowl projection I saw was the highest for the University of Texas. They actually get the honor of going to the Texas Bowl. Woo! It's lunchtime on the Louis Bellina Show. Lunchtime is thanks to Rudy's Barbecue. I'm back in six minutes. One, two, I'm in love with a man named Rudy. I'm okay. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.